Welcome to a new podcast episode of the Pursue Diaries, episode number eight. I am William Meister and I'm your host. In today's episode, I will be talking about stop fighting and start creating and the lessons I learned from um, the phrase I carried along with me for the most biggest part of my life. And that is, I really tried my best in not being myself. What were the consequences of a phrase of a mantra like that in my life, uh, in my work and all the other jobs I had and especially in my business and how did I conquer that? Because not being yourself, not being your authentic self is the biggest dream killer out there. So don't forget to uh, leave a review in the iTunes store and um, have fun. Hey, how are you doing? Um, another episode. And um, you know what? This time I'm a little bit, just a little bit anxious because I feel and I think that my England, my English, excuse me there, is not sufficient enough. You know, I, um, I have this thing in my life that I like to, I know I don't like to, I just do it. I judge myself. And judging myself is not the best thing to do for your creativity and your productivity. So, I heard this voice inside of me say, William, what are you going to say to your audience? Well, I've got a lot to say, actually. And uh, it brought me to the 1st of July when I had this uh, wonderful uh, live event again. You know, we've been hit by uh, the coronavirus uh, as well in the Netherlands and we had sort of a lockdown, not a total lockdown, but a lot of businesses were closed, you know, and um, uh, schools were closed. A lot of people had to stay home from uh, work and work from uh, their houses or had some time off. And now the restrictions were lifted a bit. And on the 1st of July, I contributed to a live event and uh, on this live event, I was um, allowed to uh, talk and have kind of like a, um, how do you say that? A keynote uh, talk. And uh, the title of my talk uh, was Stop Fighting and Start Creating. And um, in order to start creating and to create and to manifest that what is living, um, growing inside of you, you have to let go of certain kinds of things. And the most important thing is, is that you let go of what do other people think about me? What will other people say about the content that you produce, put out there? Um, other feelings like uh, I want to belong to the tribe. I want those likes on my social media, you know, on my Instagram feed or LinkedIn uh, feed or whatever. And uh, it makes you quite vulnerable. But if you listen to these uh, fears, dragons, I would say, in your life, then you won't be as productive and creative as you ought to be. Because that's what I believe, remember? We all have a dream, we all have a soul's mission to uh, pick up, to discover, 
to put out in this world and if we all do that this world will become a better place so i held my i would say signature talk it was my first talk since uh, a couple of months and i really enjoy um, talking to groups of people there was this was a large group of entrepreneurs and we were all gathered um, by the company kubli kubli platform it is like um, helping uh, other entrepreneurs, helping entrepreneurs becoming an online entrepreneur by providing a platform and some coaching by Kubli certified professionals. Now the thing is, looking back on my life, you know, my life was quite diverse. You know, I started out as a, a seaman in the Merchant Navy just for, uh, just for a year. I started my own little business in carpet cleaning. I um, joined the Air Force because in those days I had to do my national service and that was 18 months. I joined the army and I became a professional soldier, instructor, uh, went on uh, missions uh, to former Yugoslavia and um, joined the police force for eight years and uh, even became a pastor. So uh, it gave me a lot of experience. A lot of wisdom as well because all of my knowledge that I accumulated along this journey I uh, reflect on it I write it down in my journal in my diary and because I reflect on all my experiences and know how to learn from that it gives me wisdom I know it sounds strange to say that of yourself but that's what I really believe that's what the feedback I get from other people as well. But you know, the main thing looking back on my life um, can be summed up in this phrase. I really did my best in all of those years not to be myself. And maybe you recognize something in that as well. I really did my best not to be myself not to be the original authentic William, William John Meister. Because I learned from a little kid onwards that if I would behave a certain way, if I would exactly um, do what my, especially my mother told me to do, if I would act a certain way in school, towards my friends, uh, kids in the street, that they would like me. Um, if I would bring sweets uh, to school and give them to the most popular um, guys and girls in the classroom, that they would see me. If I would uh, do the most dangerous things I could do, like in my puberty, uh, in my teens, that people would uh, see me, they would talk about me. And it was my kind of, of a way of uh, shouting out to this world uh, see me accept me uh, hear me and please um, let me be part of your tribe and it gave me a sense of uh, security as well and what i discovered as i grew older because it was behavior of course that starts uh, when you're a kid um, like behaving when we went um, to visit some other people and then the people would say to my mother oh cheapest you know your kids are so uh, polite so decent and so calm and it was because uh, we had to behave like that because we would give a 
we would get a really <laughs> big hiding, uh, tremendous hiding if we came home and we didn't behave. So I was um, really conforming myself to what I thought uh, people around me wanted to see in me, uh, like the things I would say, the things I would do and what have you. And I noticed that in my years in like the military uh, and the police force, um, it was exactly the same as the years in school and, uh, and in high school. You know, I only had to perform, uh, perform as the best. I could really run uh, fast, hard and long. I could do the obstacle course very quickly. I was always in the top three. I could swim uh, very fast. I could shoot very good. So um, I was always in the in like in the in the top, and um, never showed my my fears or whatever. And I did it all not because um, it was like a um, authentic, genuine yearning I had in order to perform and to be the best. It was like a coping mechanism. I was surviving. I was shouting, uh, accept me, see me. And um, they did. You know, I got uh, rewards. I got uh, the medals. I got uh, the whole blimming lot, I would say. But it didn't fulfill me at all. You know, when I was uh, like the fastest or record holder on the obstacle course, I could shoot very good. People would give me praise. My uh, senior commanders would give me praise and sometimes even a reward, a uh, financial reward. Uh, extra pay, but it didn't satisfy me at all. You know, my motivation was uh, out of fear. Uh, I, I'd like to um, make it clear in thinking that, you know, I had scars on my heart or maybe on my soul, holes in my heart and that needed to be filled. And the thing was, I didn't know at that time, uh, growing up and even in my young uh, adult years, that I was supposed, supposed to be the person that has to fill up these holes in my heart. I didn't. I didn't know how. I didn't know that that was the cure. And so I went on looking for the world around me in order to fill up those holes in my heart, to fill up the gaps. And it was never enough. Those holes in my heart never filled up, so it always kept me busy and busy and busy. And it was, of course, not, excuse me, like 24-7 I was uh, behaving like that, but it was the motivation of my life and it is tiring. It is actually quite tiring because you cannot be yourself. You don't know how to be yourself. And if you're not yourself, then you have to be someone else. And it's like uh, playing in some kind of uh, acting in some kind of movie or or play. But this play is your own life. And, um, you know, and even in the years I uh, was like a... Uh, a youth pastor and and after a while I was a senior pastor freelance pastor and I behaved and acted in a way that I thought you know would give me the most praise in uh, in life and uh, in the work uh, that I did
and even in my relationship uh, with God, uh, some would say the universe, is that I would behave a certain way, not really being myself, but trying to be the good, good Christian. And um, not knowing at that time that a good Christian um, is not only a thing that shows in my behavior. Like an old uh, gospel singer, Keith Green, an American gospel singer, used to say, um, a Christian, becoming a good Christian, or let me think, what was the exact phrase again? Oh yeah, going to church uh, or behaving or acting like a, a Christian or good Christian doesn't make you a Christian as like going to McDonald's makes you a hamburger or something like that. I hope you get the point. It's, it's, it's been a long while since I heard that quote. So, and well, my talk uh, in front of all those entrepreneurs was that in the last couple of years, I am turning more and more into William. I am finding the courage to be William. I am finding the courage to do certain things I would never do, like speak, speak from my heart and uh, be vulnerable and say that I love flowers and say that I, that I like uh, the color purple and pink and um, that I do yoga <laughs> and I did. <laughs> and it's, it, you know, it sounds weird. It has taken me a couple of years. I heard this voice inside of me. Uh, it's like my heart telling me, William, you know what really would be good for you in this journey of becoming yourself and finding your true soul's purpose and mission is um, to follow yoga classes. But thinking from uh, the, can I say, alter ego, or created self that I had uh, during my military and police years, I was afraid to go because I was constantly busy. What will other people say and think of me going to yoga? So I've been very active in the uh, Baptist and evangelical world. Uh, I said goodbye to that world because I couldn't cope in that world. It's too black and white, too judgmental. But those voices were still in my head saying, William, you can't join yoga. Yoga is not, is not good for you. It's not right. It's not biblical or whatever, you know. Maybe you've heard about those um, uh, opinions or objections or whatever. So uh, I was thinking about yoga classes. Uh, most uh, probably there would be more female than males. And uh, what would they uh, think about me? But then... You know, I, I found the courage and my eldest daughter, who is turning 27 in this month, um, said to me, Dad, you know, it's time. You've been talking about it. Uh, come on, uh, come with me to the yoga class. And so we went and I can still remember my first yoga class and um, I fell in love. You know, it made me it made me very happy. It made me very emotional and Yoga is one of those things that really, really helped me in the journey in finding myself and loving myself and accepting myself as I am and 
trying to live from my heart, you know, which is originally William. And uh, yoga has been quite a big um, help for that as well. So um, in order to, to fulfill your potential, to fulfill your soul's mission, to become um, creative in your uh, business or in your life, you know, it is so important to find yourself, to love yourself, to discover yourself and to accept it and to be yourself in this world, especially as, as an entrepreneur. It makes you so uh, attractive to um, your prospects or future customers. It makes you uh, a more, yeah, what can I say, a more attractive uh, person as well, you know? People that are very authentically themselves and live from their heart, um, we like them, you know, because they know what they want, they know what they stand for, they know what their values are, and not everybody likes those people. And I heard a quote um, that was about a year ago. Someone said um, in her signature talk that if you become yourself, the more you become yourself, the more judgment uh, some other people will have uh, over you, about you. But the people who become themselves, who have the courage and the guts to be themselves, don't think about what other people will think about them. They let all of that go. And that will make you very powerful. So a lot of entrepreneurs, I speak, I help, I coach, I train, they find it very scary in order to uh, post very uh, like intimate or authentic or you know vulnerable um, social media post blog post or try making a video where you really be honest about what you think and how you perceive this world and how you perceive business and that you sometimes fail but get up and what is your story in in this all can you imagine now in this moment uh, can you feel what I mean that you are keeping yourself small? It is not the world. It is not the other people that keep you small. It is you. It is you and all the fears you have and the fighting uh, with the dragons that keep you small. And I know that it is, it, it is my mission to... Um, inspire and to help and to guide other entrepreneurs in discovering their soul's mission and to rise and be themselves and do business from their uh, heart in alignment with their soul's mission and that's what i talked about in that uh, talk on the first of july and it gave me a lot of uh, energy and um, you know part of my growth has been taking ownership as well, taking the responsibility. And I journal a lot. So a lot of times I've written down in my journal that, you know, William, I am responsible. I am the owner of my own journey of my life. And if I am not authentically myself, then I cannot um, 
be in alignment with my soul's mission. And if I cannot be in alignment with my soul's mission, I am not completely happy or fulfilled. And you know what that feels like? It reminds me of being very heartbroken. Like you've got this feeling that there is something missing in your life. It's like having that feeling that you are the arrow in a bow that is about to release but will not be released. It's like being in the starting blocks uh, on the 100 uh, meters uh, relay run or whatever, but hearing the gunshot go but not being able to get out of the starting blocks. It's that feeling of there is something missing in your life. It's that feeling of knowing that your low energy, the tiredness, the uh, maybe even depression or anxiousness in life, you know that it's from the fact that you are not really being yourself, loving yourself with all your good things and all your mistakes and all the choices you've made in your life. And that feeling, um, I compare it like being lovesick or heartbroken and um, that is something missing in your life. And maybe you have that feeling as well that there is something missing in your life. And if you be honest and you would observe your own life and see all the things that you are doing in order to please other people around you, maybe even your own spouse or your kids or your father or your mother or your colleagues or other entrepreneurs around you, as long as you keep on living uh, for their uh, opinion, for their uh, positive affirmation of you, then you are not living in alignment with your soul's mission. The thing is, if you expect that the world around you or even your customers have to give you your value, then it is a broken system. It's a broken thought pattern because it is so vulnerable in the wrong way because you will get disappointed. And at the end of your life, and I hope you get very old, you look back and if you come to the um, honest opinion that looking back at your life, that it wasn't the world, it wasn't your circumstances, it wasn't your mother or father or other uh, uh, people around you that are very close to you, it wasn't your customers that had to give you your value. No, it is you that has to give yourself the value. And that is a very important thing that will plug up the holes in your heart and it will make you stop looking for uh, the uh, praise and honor and respect from uh, all the people around you in your world. You are the person that has to uh, embrace yourself, love yourself, forgive yourself for the mistakes and give yourself the value. And you know, where it shows. It shows like in those little things in your business. Like how do you let yourself uh, be seen in social media? How vulnerable are you allowed to be uh, from yourself? How uh, are 
Now, how is your pricing towards your customers? Maybe you've got a, a service you provide as a coach or a trainer and you ask like an X amount, but you know deep inside that this amount is not uh, sufficient enough and that you are worth more and you can provide the value that is worth more, but you are afraid to ask the real price that is inside of you, in your heart, because you are afraid to be rejected. It is because you uh, give a lot of value to the opinion of others. You don't want people to say no to you. And people saying no to you is a very good thing, actually, because you only want to help those people that are energetically aligned with you and that are willing to pay the price that you ask. Because, you, because when you ask that price, the amounts for your services, which you are deep inside of in your heart convinced that you are worth and you can provide that value it will make you very attractive you will attract the right customers um, on your path and being able to have the courage to ask your price uh, it it makes you very accountable it how can i say it it um it keeps you alive. It keeps you. How can I say that? Mm -mm. Now I don't know which words to use. I'm thinking too much. I must more <laughs> speak from my heart. If you have the guts and the courage to ask the price that you want, it makes you attractive to other people. And um, you will make sure that you will perform. But for the customer, to pay a certain price, which uh, they feel um, and they can see that you can provide the right value, you are the right person to help them, then that is a match made in heaven. Just a couple of weeks ago, I had an entrepreneur here two times in an evening. And it's an old acquaintance uh, I know from a couple of years ago. So I invited this entrepreneur to my uh, office and we sat down, had a cup of tea and uh, talked about what I could uh, do for him and his uh, business. And he was really yearning and yearning for um, finding himself, embracing himself and to build a business that is, is in alignment with his soul's mission. So he asked me, can I help uh, him discover his uh, dream, his soul's mission? And of course, you know, that is my specialty and then to transform his current business into the business that he wants. No problem at all. And he said a very important thing as well. He said, I'm about to become a father. And I had some father issues in my life. And the one thing that I do not want to do is to uh, pass on the same father uh, issues I had in my life growing up to my uh, newborn son or uh, daughter in the coming uh, uh, weeks. So, you know, I said to him, you know, this is a very good uh, motivator. So uh, I, I'm, I gave him an offer and he declined. He declined. And he said very honestly, uh, I am not prepared to uh, go into uh, a coaching and mentoring uh, program with you because I'm not prepared 
uh, to pay uh, this kind of money, money for it um, because that amount of money that he had to pay meant for him that he had to uh, really look into the mirror and really do his utmost best in order to make this trans transition, transformation program, I, I could say, a success. He said, like, if it was much cheaper, I would have said straight away, yes, William, let's, uh, let's do it. And I don't have to explain to my wife as well why uh, I am spending um, a certain amount of money. And if it doesn't work out, well, uh, I had a good time and it didn't cost me a lot of money. But now, uh, the money I ask in this uh, whole uh, coaching uh, program uh, made him feel like, okay, if I say yes to this, then um, I have to become really serious in confronting my dragons and um, explaining to my wife why I, well, you know, spend so much money, then I've, I've got to bring home something have to do my really best and he was not prepared for this now I wasn't even disappointed because I had this feeling uh, during the conversations that this would happen and I even confronted him uh, with it but the thing is you know uh, I believe that for all things there is a time and his time is not yet and I hope that uh, one day I will get that call and that he is prepared to confront his dragons and start his transformation and transitioning um, program. Well, um, back to uh, the talk and back to stop fighting and start creating. As soon as you uh, come to terms with, uh, with yourself and love yourself and forgive yourself if that is necessary, then you can be uh, original. You can be authentic and it makes doing business quite a lot easier. It may, it, your, your content uh, creation uh, becomes more easier and it doesn't mean that there won't be any battles to be uh, fought with the dragons that come and confront you. It's like even though I've made this uh, transition in my life in embracing myself and doing business from uh, the heart, you know, in, in alignment with my soul's mission. Sometimes like today, I was a bit vulnerable and, and thinking, oh man, what can I talk about? And I was thinking about all kinds of different things that um, I could be judged on if someone else would listen to this uh, podcast. They're my own tribe who you know, understands me and can identify it with my story. But the thing is, in creating content, it is not about me, it is about, or you, it is about your audience. You create the content, not for yourself, but for your audience. So keep that in mind. Okay, I will leave it at, um, I will leave it at that. And other thing I would like to share with you is, 17 September 2020, I will start with my new Rise Mastermind. This will be a very special, unique, transformative mastermind. It will be a year program. It will, um, excuse me, excuse me. 
it will be with about 12 entrepreneurs. No, maximum of 12. And in that year, we will become a mastermind that will have live events, live days in a central place in, of the Netherlands, like four times in that year. So if you ever want to visit uh, the Netherlands, Holland, then this is your chance. We will have about 20 uh, sessions uh, online as a mastermind and you will have about, um, I think, 12 um, online sessions uh, with me, coaching from me, personal coaching and mentoring. And that is what this program make. Um, this is what makes this program unique. It is the mastermind, you know, the group, the synergy that starts in the group, you know, Napoleon Hill, uh, Think and Grow Rich. Uh, that book is all about masterminds as well and the power of the masterminds. And it is the individual clarity and coaching mentoring calls. Further, you will have um, access to the Rise Entrepreneur online program which I am about to launch, you will have full access uh, to, to that. And, um, you know, if you are ready for the next step, if you are a, a very ambitious entrepreneur that knows what he wants or she, <laughs> what she wants, if you are spiritual, if you believe that dreams do come true, if you believe that you have a soul's mission, if you believe that you can be of significance to this world, if you believe that you want to have an impact in this world, I am starting this mastermind, especially for you. 12 months, the synergy of a mastermind, online coaching and clarity calls, the group calls and the live events in the Netherlands. Um, if you are interested, just send me an email to contact at williammeister.nl. Uh, you can go to my new website, williammeister.com, which is still under construction. And I will um, launch the Rise Mastermind page and ways to sign up um, in the coming week. So stay tuned and just um, think about what you want in life. It can really, really help you in your journey in becoming more you. And the more you, you become, the more effective you can become in this world and the more fulfillment you will um, enjoy, you will have in your life. And uh, I believe that uh, we are here to make um, this transition in our life and from that position uh, to create an impact in this world. Well, thank you for listening to uh, this podcast uh, episode. Don't forget to uh, leave a review in the iTunes uh, store, please. Uh, you know, I believe in the universal laws and if you make someone else happy, then you will become uh, happy. So make me happy and leaving a good review in the iTunes store and um, <laughs> reap your uh, happiness as well after that. Thank you for listening and until the next time. Bye bye now.